prayer. I know you hear that from me a lot, probably in a lot of homilies, just the importance of connecting with the Lord in prayer. I know uh, maybe just all of us just growing up as Christians, we know how important it is. So the homily for today is that we should pray. And that's it. No, just kidding, no. We, uh, but we are called, all of us are all called to prayer. Because as Christians, right, we bear the name of Christ, right? Jesus is our model for the Christian life. Everything he does and teaches, that's who we follow. And today in the gospel, we see what Jesus does. Yes, he heals uh, Peter's uh, mother, uh, mother-in-law. Yes, the crowds are coming to him, and he's going from town to town evangelizing. But in the middle of all of that, in the midst of it, He goes out to pray. We hear this. Rising very early before dawn, he left and went off to a deserted place where he prayed. So even in the midst of such dramatic events of doing the Father's will, Jesus connects with the Father. And on the one hand, Jesus being God, he always has that connection, right? He always beholds the face of his Father in heaven, right? At the same time, Jesus prays with a human heart. And so he shows us an example of prayer, but also shows us how our own lives, our own lives receives its own life and fullness when our hearts are connected with God's. Now, some of us may have that desire to connect with the Lord Jesus. Others of us just know that we need to do so. And whether we're experienced prayer warriors or veterans, or just beginning to learn to pray. I think all of us may have experienced reality or can understand that when we go to pray, it's not always easy. I think all of us have experienced the reality where prayer can be difficult. And so because of that, right, I want to cover today uh, for those who want to reconnect with the Lord or just begin again. Just begin with that spiritual life is to go over two common obstacles, right, that generally rise up when we go to pray, and then a few tips on how to begin that life of prayer. Sound good? All right, well, that's where we're going, so hold on. Um, So one one roadblock or one common obstacle is that um, sometimes we believe that the time to pray is when we have that desire to pray, that good prayer is when we feel like praying and or when it's spontaneous, but if you ever ask anyone who's ever started to work out or try to have a workout regimen and ask them if they only worked out when they felt like it, well, they would tell you that if they tried that, it wouldn't work very well, right? So they have to go even when they don't feel like going. Same thing with prayer. In the catechism, we, we hear from, um, from the church that prayer always presupposes effort. Prayer always presupposes our human effort. So we have to make the time to pray and pray even when that impulse or desire is not always present. Another common hurdle to overcome is the belief that prayer is all up to us. The prayer is a gift from God. And the church tells us that those who seek God by prayer are quickly discouraged. Again, those who seek God by prayer are quickly discouraged because they do not know that prayer comes also from the Holy Spirit and not from themselves alone. So even if you've been praying for a very long time and feel like you've kind of got a handle on prayer, 
We are never masters of the spiritual life such that we can pray without the Lord's help. Prayer, yes, presupposes that human effort, but also presupposes that we live in the truth that apart from God, we can do nothing. We need his help with prayer. And there's no time limit on that truth either. So there's so much more we can cover, but I just want to begin with those two, just to start. Prayer presupposes that human effort, and we rely on God's grace to pray. So here's a few things, a few tips on what to do to start that life of prayer, to start that spiritual life. One is going to be connecting with God in the beginning of your day. We're going to open your, up your heart to him. So it may look like this. At the beginning of your day, before you get out of bed, turn to Jesus and ask him to be there. And then ask God the Father to reveal to you what his will is for you that day. And then ask the Holy Spirit to make you alive, to let you know his life, which is always new, always fresh. So here we begin to open up our hearts to God and rely on his grace. Two more things. One, that after we make that time to pray, and whether it's five minutes we're just beginning or however time we make, 1530, I suggest answering the question that God first asked all of humanity in the Bible. That is to Adam and Eve. Where are you? Right? And so you start with prayer. Start with what am I feeling? It's, where's my, what is going on in my life right now? Maybe for some of us, it's, I feel great. Others, I'm exhausted. Or maybe it's, I hate my life. But you start with that. You start with where you're at. Where you're at. Because I think sometimes we think that God uh, wants something from us. He wants a perfect prayer. We want, he wants this kind of uh, us, this image of us, our time, our money. But in reality, God just wants you. God doesn't want something from you. He wants you. So in prayer, open your heart to him. Share with him what's going on. What are you feeling? What are you thinking? And what do you desire right now? And as you do so, I invite you to engage with the Lord and speak to him as to a friend. Right? Perhaps it would be helpful to you. This is often in the Ignatian uh, tradition. Right? Um, helpful to imagine the Lord Jesus sitting next to you in prayer. Maybe you have a prayer corner, right? You could move a chair, an empty chair, have it there with you in your corner, and imagine Jesus sitting right there with you and engage with him in prayer. Now, maybe for some of us, it might feel weird to do so. Maybe we uh, might feel that we don't really know him. But he knows you. God knows you, and he loves you. And so with that trust, right, begin to open up your heart to him as to a friend. And then lastly, um, that know that with time, as you pray, you begin to know that he is there, that God is present. Now you might say, well, he doesn't really say much. Well, that might happen, might not. But as you pray, you know that it's not like you're talking to nothing. You know that you're talking to someone, someone's there. And being in that presence, often what it does, it draws out from our hearts what we need to say. So I just want to end with this final quote, again from the Catechism. A lot of good stuff in there. It is always possible to pray. The time of the Christian is that of the risen Christ, who is with us always, no matter what tempests may arise. 
Our time is in the hands of God. And quoting St. John Chrysostom, it is possible to offer fervent prayer even while walking in public or strolling alone or seated in your shop while buying or selling. It is always possible to pray. The Father is always with us. In our baptism, we have that direct access to the Father. So my encouragement for all of us here today is to begin today. Start that conversation with the Lord and speak to him as to a friend.